2: And we're still talking about revolution.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Doon Time Show. This is 3CR Community Radio, eight five five AM on the dial, streaming live on www.3cr.org.au. Now, Hi. <laughs> Ian, Peter's here too. Yeah. Um, and here he is. And it's approximately four oh one, and we'll be speaking shortly um, with our first guest, Vicky Roach. Um, And we've spoken to her many, many times before on this show. We love having her. And um, basically, before we introduce her, I wanted to just give a little bit of a rundown on what's happening on today's show. It's a special broadcast on Invasion Day. And it's looking at um, the 26th of January and having a look at varying perspectives of um, Aboriginal elders and activists speaking about um, Invasion Day and some of the, the things um, arising out of that. For example, um, looking at land rights, looking at um, what, what is actually happening in our country um, as far as Aboriginal Australia is concerned. How far have we come? You know, um, lots of topics. Because often what tends to happen here is that the mainstream media are very often um, promote Australia Day activities, but they, they only speak about that, and they don't talk about um, a lot of the problems and issues in regards to what happens with Aboriginal, Aboriginal people. So we're speaking with Vicky first, and then after that we'll speak with Sam Watson, um, who's from from Queensland and each person will talk about what land they're from. And then after Sam we're going to be speaking with Lydia Lydia Thorpe um as well who um who, who will talk quite a lot as well. So coming up first is Vicky Roach. Hello Vicky, welcome to the programme.
1: Hi Marissa. how are you? Hi Peter, how are Hi, you? Vicky. How are you? Eh, not
3: bad, not bad. You know, Vicky, I was having a problem, bit of a problem there speaking about Invasion Day. It's so hard to to actually define it. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to actually articulate, um, articulate it. You know, sometimes I'm stuck for words because there's so many things to, to discuss, isn't there?
1: Well, this happens every year yep. at this time. It does. Um, we we have the media. As you say, portraying um, Australia Day as you know time for all the yobbos to have a beer and a barbie and you know <laughs> yep. celebrate what is to us uh, a very solemn occasion. Like it was it was the day the the genocide commenced, mm. <laughs> and of course that's still ongoing. You know we can't ever forget that; it's never stopped. It's um, very true, and. But this year, I think there's there's something different happening. Um, like we've, we've got, well, you've got councils down in in Victoria changing the date. Um, yes. And and there's a big call for changing the date, particularly this year. Uh, and like the the vitriol on the social media surrounding that is frighteningly similar to the hatred and vitriol we saw over the same-sex marriage debate. And yet there's no debate. There's no... Um, well, there's a debate, but there's no referendum. There's no question being put before the people. Uh, but we're, we're still in this horrible division, which is not helped, I might add, by people like Justin The Price um, telling us all that we, uh, we just choose to be offended by Australia celebrating... Um, our loss of freedom, our loss of identity, the loss of everything
3: we held dear. Thank you for putting it in context, <coughs> Vicki. Because what I meant was, when I said I found it hard, it was more than I feel sad. Does that does that make sense? I yeah. feel sad, and I feel overwhelmed, and it's always the same for me every year. And it's it's saying, well, y- you know, it's meant. They they say it's about celebration. But it's not really about celebration, yes. is it?
1: Celebrating the country, celebrating the founding of Australia, and but the, the date has been changed four times. I think um, it was last changed in 1994. The date is not sacred to to the people wishing to wave their flags and proclaim how great Australia is. Um, the date that date is not important to them. That's <laughs> That's just the day that um, Botany, uh, Port Jackson was landed, <laughs> and it was only New South Wales. Like, said, it had nothing to do with the entire entire Australia. It was just New South Wales. And like I said, the date's been changed four times already. Um, it, it means nothing. The date means nothing to those people, but it means a great deal to us.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And And, and it's really
1: unfortunate that Mark Latham uh, has launched this campaign that Jacinda Price has jumped on. Um, That They've called it sad. Save Australia Day. It is indeed sad that these people are trying to to save a day that is actually quite meaningless to everybody, but the people, it hurts.
3: It does hurt. And And indeed, you, you know, Vicky, so... Can you just give listeners a, a bit of a context of what land you're from, and and where, um, what state of Australia you're living in, just so people people know.
1: Okay, I'm I'm living in New South Wales, and I'm, I'm actually uh, living fairly close to the to the land of my elders. Well, I'm in I'm in that um, general general vicinity, uh, the Euland mob, which is South Coast, of New South Wales. Um, I'm a little bit north of of where my ancestors came from, Um, but I'm happy to be here
3: where I am. (laughs) Of course. on my
1: own country, yeah.
3: But, you know, every show, not just Australia Day, but I think that almost every show, it is courtesy to ask um, an Aboriginal person where they're from.
1: Yes, yes, thank you.
3: And I interrupted you. Keep going. I can hear you. I can hear you. Listen, I could listen to you talk all day, Vicky.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. No, that, that's where I'm from. That's where I'm happy to be right now. It took me a while to get down here. Um, and what um, what I'll be doing on Invasion Day is looking for a rally near me, which I hope a lot of people. Will, well, I'm sure a lot of people will be doing the same thing, um, going to an Invasion Day rally or a Change the Date rally. Um, in, a, in a city near you, They're, they'll be all over Australia, or well, they
3: are all over Australia. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been to to my share of Invasion Day rallies, and it's very interesting the way that the police view it.
1: Yes, yes, and and I'm expecting or suspecting that there will be trouble. From some of the groups that have sprung up and that were quite vocal around the same-sex marriage debate, mm. um, that will be causing trouble at these rallies. So, if you are attending, be aware of that and be careful.
3: So, so Invasion Day is January the twenty-sixth, and yeah. there, there are several events taking place, um, actually, all, well, all over Australia, but several events in Victoria to mark January twenty-six. Um, in fact, yep. we've got our Share the Spirit um, Festival. It's called at the Ballot Narin Festival at Treasury Gardens. And that's featuring Dan, Sultan uh, and Archie Roach. Um, and there's also the Belgrave Survival Day Festival um, this year. And so, so, so if you want any more details about that, just ring 3CR 9419 we can provide you with more details about that. And then, of course, um, I don't know if you've heard about this, Vicky, but there's a rally that's hosted by the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance War. Oh, yes. And yes. it starts at 11 o'clock until 12. And it's at Spring Street, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, um, so it's interesting because it, I'll just quickly read this out and see what you think. Tell us what you think about this, Vicky. Calling all communities and supporters to stand with us on Invasion Day, two thousand and eighteen, and for the, a day of mourning. Now, what do you mean by what? Do, what's meant by a day of mourning? You know, people, people who who don't understand about Invasion they'll say, "Well, what is there to mourn? You know, shouldn't people shouldn't people let go of the past? Yeah, it's a frequently a frequent thing that really gets my goat, you know, when people say, but shouldn't they be letting go of the past and go to work? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's all exactly the same sort of thing that's coming up on social media now. You know, why don't you just get over it? Um, we want to celebrate being one Australia, um, which, of course, it can never be one Australia. Uh, not while so many of us are living in third world poverty mm. worse than third world poverty while so many of our children are dying while so many of our young people are, are being locked up in detention and treated like terrorists in Gitmo like, <laughs> while we have so many deaths in custody while all these people in remote communities are being forced off their traditional land, you know what, what is there to celebrate there's nothing for us to celebrate and if if white Australia wants to have a day where they celebrate what Australia is. They can pick any day except the day that marked the beginning of our genocide.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've seen um this article Pat Cash was um doing a, his daughter yes. I think was doing a um a project up north and Pat Cash was talking on the some like mainstream media show that um he was shocked to see what's going on up there and he doesn't mm. like Australia Day anymore, <laughs> basically. Yeah,
1: he said he wasn't going to talk about it anymore. And he was really <laughs> quite passionate about it, too. Yeah. I, I think it's fabulous.
0: Yeah, it is. A um, and,
1: and a b- bit of a counter to, to the sad campaign. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. <laughs> but at least we're doing something about it. You know, at least we're, we're doing something about it. Um, it's approximately 4.12. and well, every year
1: there's more noise. An oh, sorry. With Vicky Roach. It, no, it? that's okay. That's good.
3: <laughs> it's approximately four minute, twelve minutes past four, and you're listening to an interview with Vicky Roach. And we've got about three minutes left, Vicky, or even less. So, in a, in a nutshell, um, what um, what are your main thoughts on Invasion Day? Well,
1: the date needs to be changed. Uh, it's as simple as that. Mm. And and people who don't want the date to be changed need to. Well, 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 I guess we've just got to educate and, um wake people up to, to to understand that this this is really just not appropriate. You know, we don't celebrate Hitler's taking over of know. It's true. It's true. Doing, do we? <laughs> you know? but it's true. So, it's it's yes. Yeah. true. what other country celebrates the the day of its invasion?
3: Absolutely. And Vicky, we've got three interviews today and we've only got an hour to do them. Um, and I'm hoping you can listen to this sort of podcast. We've got Sam Watson up next. But, um, but anyway, this this type of thing is not new for doing time. We're, we're always interviewing Aboriginal people. Like this is not, (laughs) (laughs) this is not a new thing today. No, no, and, and I hope you keep it going. <laughs> no, we're keeping it going. So, I mean, this is not just one day of the year that we interview Aboriginal people like like the, the, media, the mainstream media does. Oh, we'll just do this on one day of the year and we'll just sweep everything else or, off or the just carpet. Or pick little, yeah,
1: just pick the ones that um, are going to say what you
3: want them to say. Yeah, I could say a bit more, but I won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you so much for coming onto the program, Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. Thank Always you. A pleasure. Take care. Bye bye. And that was Vicky Roach um, speaking about Invasion Day, and pretty soon we're going to be speaking with Sam Watson. In the meantime, while Peter's lining that up, and you're back with the Do and Time show, and we're speaking now with Sam Watson. We just spoke to Vicky Roach um, before about Invasion Day. And she was saying that it was a, a day of mourning and we talked quite a lot about a, a range of different issues, including changing the date. Um, and I'm just t- late, talking about this just so we can get Sam Watson psyched up there. Hi, Sam. How's it going? Good, mate. How you doing? Lovely to have you. Now, um, yeah, how, let's start off then um, talking about Invasion Day. This is not a debate as to whether or not it is Invasion Day. I'm not interested in doing that. <laughs> But um, could you just start off by talking about that and and what what it means to you and what are the the issues for you and talk about
1: what land you're from as well?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the the modern-day black political struggle um, was launched back in January uh, 26, 1938, I mean, on the day when white Australia was uh, celebrating the... uh, 150th anniversary of the arrival of the First Fleet, Aboriginal political leaders from right across the country gathered in uh, in this hall in in middle of Sydney and they had their first national day of protest. And the leaders issued this incredible uh, statement where they really challenged white Australia and uh, laid the truth out, used incredibly uh, visionary language and laid the facts down. And, and ever since then, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have been uh, observing the 26th of January as being the day of the, uh, the genocide wars, the day when uh, the British uh, launched an, an illegal armed invasion of, of sovereign lands uh, where they usurped uh, and dispossessed Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations of, of uh, our traditional homelands and, and launched this uh, bloody, uh, horrific, uh, violent campaign against Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people right across the country. So, as uh, the leaders of 1938 stated back back then, that uh, uh, we do not have anything to celebrate as the people, that we stand before uh, the world and and we say, look what has happened since 1938. Look at the crimes that have been perpetrated against our people, against our culture, against our country. So, 1938... uh, and 2018, it's the it's, uh, same thing. So, nothing has changed. I think it's, it's, uh, it's more so, white Australia has gone more deeply entrenched into mm. this culture of absolute denial. That's right. Yeah.
3: It is indeed denial, um, Sam, and it's, it, it's a pity that it appears that, would you say that Aboriginal people are divided on this?
2: Oh, look, there's there's a number of Aboriginal people that uh, the you know, the mass media will trot out who will talk about how wonderful it is to have a barbecue and have a few coldies and uh, watch the cricket and all this sort of garbage. And they'll say exactly what uh, their white bosses expect them to say. Uh, but when you come down to it, you, you really need to get down to our communities and our communities right across the country, are going and mobilising in a big way this uh, 26th. And we'll be saying uh, the things that need to be said, and we'll be challenging again, wide Australia, and demanding uh, real change right across the countryside.
3: Absolutely. And what shape do you would you like to have that change come in?
2: Oh, look, you know, number one, treaty, because to this day there still has not been a treaty. There's been a contract. Uh, I mean, you know, legal experts, historical experts will. Uh, will tell you, uh, you know, that there's only three means by which one nation can come into possession of land, uh, country that is, uh, is owned by another nation, and that is by, by treaty, uh, by purchase or by gift. So we certainly didn't give the British Crown our country. Uh, there's been no treaty. And the only means by which the British came into possession of our homelands uh, was through armed violent invasion that began on uh, january twenty six uh, back in you know, seventeen hundred and eighty eight and to this day uh, that invasion still continues that war of genocide still continues.
3: and the modern day genocide and invasion still continues doesn't it with, with um, you know suicide and over representation and incarceration of um, aboriginal people in deaths in custody?
2: That's right. I mean, you go across any, you go across the country and you look at uh, the, the circumstances in which Indigenous people are living and you look at the enormous poverty. You look at the uh, the numbers of our people who are incarcerated in the prisons. You look at the numbers of our people who are awaiting trial. The numbers of our people who are being harassed and terrorised and brutalised by racist police force. You look at the number of our people who are unemployed the number of our people who are sleeping on the street, who are sleeping in the long grasses, who are sleeping homeless, you know, tonight. So White Australia, the British have done very well out of this uh forced theft, this this invasion of the sacred land. They've they profited. There's been many millionaires, many billionaires, you know, uh, who have profited greatly from stolen Aboriginal land. And uh and Aboriginal people, Torres Strait Islander people, uh need to have that record corrected, <clears throat> there must be a treaty, there must be a contract, there must be a, a complete audit of every cent that the British have made out of our stolen land and there must be reparation. Every single Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander person in this country should be a millionaire. Um, you look at uh, place like Queensland, Western Australia the mining nation, you know, the mining state, and you look at the enormous amount of money that's been generated from exploitation of our land, of our country. And uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people deserve a fair deal.
3: And even with the people that have gone blind, haven't they, with the nuclear testing as well?
2: Oh, look, we, we had uh, the uh, a number of uh, you know, cabinet documents from the Queensland Government uh, were finally released after 30 year and 50 year um, embargoes were lifted, And we, we go back to, um, you know, 1999, you know, 90, sorry, 1979, 1979 when the world famous, uh, Dr. Fred Hollows had a team of medical experts up in the Gulf communities in order to save, uh, the site of, of Aboriginal people. But because of political differences, the Premier of that day actually ordered that medical team out of, uh, the, out of Queensland, out of, out of the Cape communities. And out of Queensland. So, a large number of Aboriginal people who could have been, whose site could have been saved by Dr. Hollows and his medical team were denied the opportunity to receive that treatment. So, there have been a you know, succession of, of horrific crimes perpetrated against our people. So, basic step number one must be, as they went through in South Africa, a, a crime, you know, truth and justice commission. So, we must have a roving commission head up by a senior judicial figure, someone like, you know, people who, who ran the, uh, the recent Royal Commission in the uh, Northern Territory. These people are qualified senior legal people. These people should head up a Truth and Justice Commission, and the massacres, the hunts, the, the terrible terrible crimes committed against Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people must be documented, and white Australia, the British, must be held to account.
3: Absolutely. Shortly we're going to be speaking with Lydia Thorpe um, pretty soon. Um, it's, it's already, we've already got, it's already But Sam, thank you so much. J- just two more things that I just wanted to ask you before we finish. Um, and you must find this tedious sometimes, but if you could just tell us what land you're from and what's happening, what's going to be happening in Queensland on Invasion Day in terms of any protests or, or conferences?
2: Okay my grandmother's country, place called Bean Lee, across top of Mount Tambourine, down to the border ranges, Wabata country and uh, that's our language group that's our country and it's the country of the uh, the pretty face wallaby so very very special land, very special country and my grandmother and uh, our mob just certainly love that country and on uh, Invasion Day there will be a huge uh, huge rally, huge coming together of our community there always is. We'll have a big ceremony over there at uh, Parliament House at around 10 o'clock on the day, because so over the last 12 months we have lost a large number of very senior elders, and in uh, you know we, we particularly uh, rem- rem- and I remember the enormous contribution of Uncle Dennis Bajam Walker, who uh, who died at the Aboriginal Ten Embassy um, just before Christmas. So, um, and we we honour. The enormous contributions these people made and uh, across their lives, the struggles and the legacies they've left behind. So we'll start at Parliament House, then we'll march through the city across to Musgrave Park and uh, we, will, we will have an enormous community day at Musgrave Park and there'll be uh, free food, free entertainment, where, again, we come together as a community to, as I said, honour the great leaders and patriots of our movement and then uh, tell the stories sing the songs, do the dances, one big massive smoking ceremony and, and launch the uh, year 2018, but issue that challenge again that uh, mm-hmm. White Australia must be held to account for the terrible crimes committed and perpetrated against the Aboriginal nation.
3: So I'm keep, up, keep, up, keep up the good work and one of these days, I know I've said this before, <laughs> but I have to honour it, I'm going to come over there and sit with you for at least six hours and speak about all these things?
2: Yeah, because I mean these these white politicians come out, I mean Barnaby Joyce came out uh, yesterday about how important Australia Day was, but I mean these people got, there's one basic question that that has to be asked of these people. When the British fleet came here on January 26th, 1788, uh, were the Aboriginal people on board those boats? No. So the next question is, the Aboriginal people must have been on this country already and under the the maritime laws of the day, um, you know, possession was nine tenths of the law. So, Aboriginal people were the uh, legal, legitimate owners of this country uh, long before the British boats came out of the Eastern Seas.
3: Absolutely. And and what about all the kids who have lost their parents who can't find them? That's who, right. It's disgusting.
2: And all the parents that lost their kids because the uh, stolen generation just goes on and there's far more, uh, there's a higher number of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids in out-of-home care now than ever before. So the genocide is still continuing. They're chipping our families, stripping our communities, of our children. And our children are a most important resource. because so the children who carry the dreaming and the stories into the future generations. And yet the white power system, the white power structure, is trying to fracture that process, mm. trying to break down that transmission of knowledge, that transmission of wisdom. So we must keep our children in our families, in our communities, to be told those stories, to be taught those songs, to be taught those dances.
3: Sam, thank you so much for your time, and I'm, I'm sure we'll have you back sometime very soon.
2: Thanks thank a lot. Thank you, and happy, happy Invasion Day. Happy Invasion Day. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.
3: Bye. And that was Sam Watson speaking about uh, in, Invasion Day, and pretty soon we're going to be speaking... With Lydia Thorpe after this uh, announcement. Can I just um, make yeah. an announcement, Miss? Yes.
0: Um, there's a benefit on this on the t- the Saturday. Decolonise um, Now multi um fundraiser event on the 20th of January, six to 11 p.m. at the Factory, nine slash 21 Belgiums Avenue, Richmond, and there's um, all money goes to um, the invasion day seven day resistance rally for the, um, and an a att- an embassy. Um, there's road road rage glitterats v, black or- orchestra string band, Madeline Hudson, Rose Turtle Erdler and dissolve. Um. Sorry for language warning shit, and more, than um, t- and more, $10 or $15. No one turned away. There will be West Populum Food, a bar. Check out Allies Allies Decolonising Facebook.
3: Fantastic. And, Peter, you're going to be involved. Aren't you playing? Yeah, no, I'm
0: playing in that band with the rude word. Thank <laughs> you
3: so much for, for reading that out on air. That's lovely. Okay, nice. All right, so I'm, we'll just go into an announcement, and Peter will now line up Lydia Thorpe.
1: We will not negotiate with minor state of federal government or anyone on, on our culture, on, on our land. You know, if people say, oh, you're going to finish up with nothing, well, then so be it. But at least our hearts will tell us that we did not sell out our country and our culture and heritage for a few scungy dollars.
4: Subscribe to 3CR so that your dollars support Indigenous voices and the struggle for land justice. For aboriginal people the greatest grief of all is seeing the country destroyed and somewhere along the line we have to realize that we don't actually have the right to do that that nothing we've ever done has given us the right to do that now you know where i stand on this because i'm so simple-minded i think we've just got to admit that this is an aboriginal country just do it is a community radio licence holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community radio codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward who we are.
3: And you're back with the Do Time show and we're going to be speaking... Now, with, um, with Lydia Thorpe, and she's going to be um, speaking about Invasion Day, and so far on the show, we have interviewed Vicki Roach from Sydney, and she's spoken about her land and about Invasion Day, and we've spoken to Sam Watson as well, who's, who's spoken about um, the Stolen Generation and um, over-incarceration over-incarcer- of Aboriginal people. Hello, Lydia. Welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to have you, and... Um, Yeah, listeners may may recall that Lydia has been with us several times now, haven't haven't you, Lydia?
4: (laughs) Yeah, a bit of a regular, (laughs) in all different capacities. All good. (laughs) Yeah. And, you
3: know, Lydia, I know that we, you know, um, you're probably sick of hearing this, and I've been wanting to call you, um, and I haven't because you've probably had so many phone calls already. But I wanted to congratulate you um, about the Greens, about becoming in the, going in the Greens the Parliament.
4: Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yes, it's, it's a real honour to be the first Aboriginal woman in the Victorian Parliament. It's certainly well overdue.
3: Absolutely. Oh, right. Despite all the all the racist vilifying beforehand, but we won't go into that. And um and I'd like to speak to you off air at some stage. I'd love to meet with you actually and speak to you about a couple of issues in, in regards to uh, vision impairment and public transport. <laughs> if that's No possible.
4: problem. Anytime. That's anytime. fantastic.
3: So anyway, uh you know, Sam ended his interview by saying Happy Invasion Day. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Happy okay. Invasion Day. Um, it's approximately 4:33 and um, you're listening to an interview with Lydia. So Lydia what are your thoughts on Invasion Day? Can you can we talk well, about
4: that? Well, it's a sad day. It's um it's a day of mourning. He was being sarcastic
3: by the way. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, but people do say it. People yeah. do say it. He didn't and, mean it. Um, it was
3: all sarcasm.
4: Yeah, I know, I know, and he's, um, you know, he did well, and um, in the interview um, that they set up with Anthony Dillon. So I have yeah. um, the utmost respect. Oh
0: yeah, um, awesome.
4: yeah. Yeah. So, what do I feel about it? Well, you know, we've been we've been marching for a long time um, for some kind of recognition on on what's happened to us in this country. We've had. You know, our our, our people die um, in the frontier wars. Um, we've had people die on the 26th of January, and and it's a day that we need to reflect upon as as a sad day and a and a, a day of mourning. It's a day that we mourn, you know, not just the invasion, but what happened to our people on that day and and what happened to our people ever since that day, and it and it. Reflects on. I didn't hear the other um, leaders speaking, but you know, incarceration, removal of children, the statistics are, you know, worse than ever, particularly in in this state. And there's nothing to celebrate. There's a lot of work that we we have to do as a nation. And the first step towards a treaty, in my in my view, is truth and justice. And truth starts on the 26th of January calling it a day of mourning calling it invasion day and this country owning that truth for us to be able to move forward
3: Is that happening now?
4: It kind of is but you know I just think that uh, there's so much denial and you know it's like like this country's got a mental health problem,
2: yeah. and it's in denial
4: that it's got a mental health problem, and until they realize that they are sick and that we need healing to be able to get better then it's it's going to continue with this division and this this sickness it's not just the people that are sick, it's the country that's sick, it's our earth it's our environment so yeah I think that um it is happening to an extent but until you know the prime minister and uh people in the media come to terms with the true true history of this country and acknowledge that then we're all always going to be in, in this state of um, of being unwell as a nation
3: Yeah it's interesting a lot of things happened last year didn't they Lydia they you know that we had the meeting with with uh the so-called meeting, anyway, with the elders about the the constitution, Aboriginal people being recognised in inverted commas in the Constitution, and we had mm. the citizen- citizenship stuff, uh, changing mm. the date, and there hasn't been a lot of progress, has there?
4: Well, there never is because as soon as you know grassroots voices come forward and and truth telling is is told on a you know, on a bigger scale, where where you get all these, you know, kind of right wing politicians coming out and 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 scraping the barrel for for people to speak up against us. They're you know they're quick to come out and shut us down. And yeah, it, it look it takes its toll on our people. It's it's a hard fight. It's a long fight. It's been a hard battle. And our people are sick and our people are dying. And we have to maintain the struggle to be able to create change. And I'm you know, I, I must say that changing the date is not the whole answer here. Okay. We can if we change the date then what what is that going to mean? That we're just changing the problem, changing the issue, to another day. I think we have to understand what that means to change the date. We need to own what's happened to be able to move forward. And I think that we need to go back to what William Cooper called for, and that is a day of mourning. We need to understand what the 26th of January truly means for, for this country's first people. We can't change the date until we own what the 26th of January means. Lydia, can you
3: yeah. talk about William Cooper? Um, because there's there's a rally happening, as you as you would know yourself, um, organised by the Warriors of Aboriginal Resistance um, on the 26th of January, 11 o'clock at Parliament. Could yeah. you just talk about him briefly, and, and um, what what does who is he exactly, and how has he impacted?
4: Well, you know, Nadoc came from him calling for that day of mourning. From his movement and, and the the other leaders and elders that were with him at the time called on a day of mourning to reflect upon the plight of our people in this country in nineteen thirty. That hasn't changed and we need to continue that message. We in Cooper was is one of our, you know, activists from those days, and we need to respect the work that he's done and continue the, the the message in this country of well, what is what is the situation of Aboriginal people in this country? It's not good. No, it's our, not. Our rates are not getting any better. Closing the gap was a fail. So mm. why, what you know? Everyone celebrates NAIDOC Week. Everyone gets excited about NAIDOC Week, but NAIDOC came from We and Cooper calling for a day of mourning, and we must never forget that, and we must always go back to what that means to be able to move forward. So I just think that, um, you know, good on warriors of the Aboriginal resistance for um, acknowledging. His work and, and those that stood with him on that day because it's, it's that kind of truth telling that needs to happen for us to be able to heal as a nation.
3: Absolutely, and because you know, with this rally, which is going to be um, at the Parliament of Victoria, it's always good to set the context of who William Cooper is so that listeners know why they're actually going to be attending because um, it's a it's a mourning protest, isn't it?
4: Absolutely, absolutely. And William Cooper didn't only, you know, stand up for black followers in this country. He stood up for, you know, the, the Jews at the time. So he, he was a very well-respected Aboriginal man who cared for social justice and stood up for social justice and, and started a movement that became NAIDOC. And... Um, the more people that we have supporting people on the 26th of January, the more likely we're going to have change.
3: And bring flowers to lay on the steps of Parliament that day to, um, to honour William Cooper.
4: Absolutely. And, and all, Aboriginal, all Aboriginal flags should be lowered on the 26th of January. Yes. Because it is our day of mourning. Our, our people have died in the hundreds of thousands over the last 200 years. And the 26th of January marks all of those deaths. And we need to respect that and we need to mourn that as a nation. Not as an Aboriginal people, as a nation.
3: A nation. Mm. And we need to put a map up with, with all the massacres that happened in Victoria. Absolutely. We need to put that up.
4: Absolutely. And we need to stop naming our electorates and our place names after, you know, people that were responsible for a lot of those massacres. So it's all about truth and justice and truth yeah, truth truth and justice. We need to start with that to be able to move forward.
3: Sam said exactly that previous to your interview, Lydia.
4: Oh well that I'm glad I'm on the right page then <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, this, this is good because, but, but as I said to Vicky, you know, as I said to Vicky at the first interview, look, the Doing Time show, this is not just a once-a-year thing. I want to make that clear to you, Lydia, that we, mm. we, we interview Aboriginal people here all the time. Mm. It's not that, we, you know, oh, every NAIDOC week, every Invasion Day, oh, let's interview a couple of Aboriginal people. Mm. You know, we do it year-round and we repeat, 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 um, and we're constantly repeating, repeating um, all the, the genocide and all the violations of human rights that are happening. And, yes. you know, we stand in, in solidarity. Our show stands in solidarity with, um, with, with First Nations peoples.
4: And you could only imagine what it would be like if all mainstream media did the same. Ah. We, it would be a true healing process it would be, you know, people would have a, a better understanding and, and be more educated and up to date with what has gone on and wrong in this country and what we need to do to fix it. Exactly. So I think your show, you know, is a is a good example of of ways to do that. So congratulations. Thanks. Great. great work.
3: Well, that's two congratulations in order today, then. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's but a poss- we do encourage, you know, as many people as possible out there. If you can get down on the twenty sixth of January, um, not only to the rally, but we're also the Greens are holding a, an event at ten o'clock in Parliament Garden. Oh yes, oh. and that's to um, show our solidarity as a as a party that supports its First Nations people in this country. Um, and we'll be, um, our leader Richard Dean Attali will be speaking, um, really? our, our, our federal leader and our Victorian leader Sam Ratnam will be speaking and I'll be speaking as the spokesperson for Aboriginal Affairs and the Victorian Greens. And where is that so being held, Lydia? That'll be held at Parliament Gardens, so next door to Parliament House. Mm. And we'll be starting off at 10 o'clock and then joining rally at
3: 11. Interestingly, while we're on the subject of the Greens, um, one of the things that um, we spoke with Sam about, and I just wanted to get your perspective on it, is is about the nuclear testing and about all Mm. the the environmental atrocities um, that have been happening with Aboriginal people over the years and how a lot of people went blind and Mm. that doctors were actually um, locked out of Queensland and couldn't help people to restore their site as a result of that
4: yeah look there's you know where do you start with the eco side that's going on in this country and um the the eco side and there's genocide and they go hand in hand and you know we, we as aboriginal people are part of the earth we are part of the land we are part of the fabric of this country um, And I think that, you know, by killing the land, you're killing our people and we need to look at it as, as something that goes hand in hand. And the more non-Aboriginal people appreciate that, I think, you know, the more that they're going to understand that connection and, and, and help protect it and help, help preserve it and, And have an understanding of how our culture fits in with this landscape. If we, if we could just have the opportunity to share that and bring people along on that journey without this prejudice, without this, you know, this continued, um, racism that's occurring in this country then as a nation, you know, we're, we're going to be a lot better off. We've maintained and preserved this country for thousands of years. We hold the secret to regenerating this country and, and you know, fixing all the problems that we've got in terms of the environment. So it's about time, it's overdue, that Aboriginal people at the fo- should be at the forefront of how to manage... Our land and how to preserve our land, and you only need to look at Adani. You know, like there's so many examples that oh. um, that, that the destruction of our land and and how you know governments are, are putting obstacles in the way by native title and illuers and and how that treats our people is just you know it's all part of the plan. It's, as people would say and as I believe because I've seen it, I've been part of it on my own country where um, the processes are not respectful of our elders and they're not respectful of our ways of doing business as Aboriginal people.
3: Absolutely. And, and also we don't, want our, we don't want Australia to be treated like a nuclear waste dump either.
4: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, you know, unfortunately... This um, process, native Title process um, has a way of um, conning people into into deals that ultimately kill off our land and kill off our people. So we need to to look at ways to strengthen our people and and to I think plan, to ensure that we continue to protect country and protect each other and protect our culture.
3: That's exactly right. And Lydia and I have been asking everybody today, so just so that listeners know, what land are you from?
4: I'm a Gunai and Kulichmara woman, so south-east and western parts of Victoria, um, but I live on Wurundjeri land.
3: So are there any other final comments that you want to make about Invasion Day?
4: Um, I think, you know, we need to talk to as many people as we possibly can about sharing the, the true history of this country. There's a lot of people that don't know the true history of this country. They haven't been, you know, they've gone to schools that were, that didn't teach the true history. So it's about spreading the word. It's about turning up on, at these rallies. We need numbers. And we need people of influence to ensure that, you know, the 26th of January is a, is um, noted as a day of mourning for Aboriginal people in this country.
3: Lydia, thanks so much for coming onto the program and see if you can rock up. There's plenty to do on the 26th of January. You don't have to go and have a beer and a barbecue <laughs> on that day. Um, <laughs> I personally do not like the parade. Um, but rock up to Parliament Gardens at 10am uh-huh. um, you, you know, for the Greens event. Lydia will be speaking and also Richard Dinatoli and who's the one from Victoria? Sam Ratnam. Sam Ratnam? Sam Ratnam. Fantastic. And um, see if we can rock up to both those events and rock up to the 11 o'clock rally as well um on Parliament th- steps on Parliament steps, steps and 3 cr will be doing 6 hours of non-stop indigenous um programming on that day and there's also a festival isn't there Lydia um yep. with Archie Roach and a couple of other um really deadly musicians actually Yep it's approximately 4:51 um we're nearing the end of our show um thanks a lot Lydia for coming on to the pro- uh, coming onto the program No
4: worries thanks, thanks for Lydia. having me Thanks thanks
3: and that was Lydia Thorpe um, speaking about Invasion Day. And as she said, she's the first Aboriginal woman, isn't she, Peter, to uh, be, to imp- be Victorian in par- Parliament. Pro- Victorian Parliament. And I don't know about other people, but I'm really looking forward to, uh, to, to the work that she's, uh, she's going to be doing.
0: Yeah.
3: So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be um, playing Bob Marley next. <laughs> we didn't get to hear um, all the Rumpy Band song, but that's okay because